You're messing with my flow, man. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Christian and Annabelle. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is... The the best best place place for for date date night. night. Hi guys, and welcome to episode 66 of Swept Together. The show where we talk about relationships and learn how to make relationships work from other successful couples. Yeah, and today we are talking about date nights and more specifically, dinner date nights at home. Mm. Because you can have a date night at home. That's totally doable. (laughs) I mean, we always have date nights at home, basically. (laughs) Yeah, I would say like 75% of the time. Right. And this is different than math, which we talked about last week. And speaking of past episodes. If you are interested in catching up in the archives, you can find our previous episodes on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. If you're listening in iTunes, we would really appreciate it if you took a moment to use your phone to rate us and leave us a review. If you need help figuring out how to do that, you can find instructions at sweptogether.com slash share the love. So how uh, did this topic even come up? Because you came up with this topic. I did come up with this topic. What inspired you? So back when I... Are we not having enough date nights at home? (laughs) No, we're not. No, I'm just kidding. No, (laughs) the the topic came to my mind because when I first started reading blogs... Back in like 2008 or 2009, that was when I first started like reading blogs. Actually, most of the blogs I read were like food blogs, believe it or not. Food blogs? Yeah, which I'm sure you find pretty entertaining considering I do all of like 1% of the cooking in our relationship. And you do less than 25% of the eating. That's true. (laughs) Both of those (laughs) things are true. Um, no, I started reading food blogs. I'm getting fat, guys. <laughs> hey, you're making dinner. She you makes can control me eat all of how food. much food you make. Yeah, and then you don't eat the entire amount of food, and then I end up eating all your food, and then ice cream I- after that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I feel like maybe you're in control of the situation, but nevertheless... Um, I started reading food blogs because it was the first time that I really was like, I just moved to Colorado. Um, I graduated college and it was the first time that I had like lived alone and been really like on my own. Um, I mean, college, I was living in dorms and I had an apartment with uh, a roommate and stuff. But like in college, you don't really like cook per se. Um, you know, cause there's like meal plans and you eat out yeah. a lot and like, yeah, you just go down to the ramen, cafeteria basically like that you make at home or in my case, like boxed mac and cheese. Um, so you started reading food blogs because you stopped having a meal plan and you were so hungry that you were looking, at, I was looking like, at food on internet. I was like, <laughs> I need to learn how to cook. And so I started reading food blogs and, um, one of the ones that I read was called the kitchen with no e so kitchen yeah the kitchen um or the kitchen (laughs) 
Yeah. And I liked their blog because their recipes and stuff are generally pretty, like, straightforward, not too, like, super fancy. But anyway, I say all that to say that as I started getting more interested in cooking, um, I came across the Barefoot Contessa and I would watch what, what is is that a, a food blog or is that i thought that no, was like a that's a on the food show. network yeah. right that's a show yeah i had cable when i first moved to colorado um because i think it came like free with my internet or something um as it does and so i would watch the food network and read food blogs to try to learn how to feed myself and barefoot contessa was one of the shows that I used to watch and recently I saw um, a link I I don't know if it like came up on Facebook or how it came across because I don't really like follow the kitchen religiously anymore although I'll go there if I'm looking for something specific but the kitchen had an article about Ina Garten who's the barefoot contessa um She's celebrating like her 70th birthday or something, which kind of blows my mind because she just doesn't look like she's 70 at no. all. Um, her husband definitely does, though. Yeah. He's got like the little old man, <laughs> you know, gray hair. Yeah. Um, and it led me on this like, um, you know, click trail through the kitchen's uh, blog posts about Ina Garten and I came across one this is a long rambling story to say that I found an article about by Ina Garten about her five tips for a better date night at home and I thought it was really sweet and so that's why we're doing the episode <laughs> about this well I, I thought that it was kind of weird that you had brought it up because today as I was when I went to the store today I saw you know, I was walking around a store to find a thing, and I saw this thing come up on my Facebook about how to spice up date night when you're married, <laughs> when you're when you've been married and you have kids and all that kind of stuff. All, and we haven't been married for a while, as long as these people have, or nor do we have kids. But they were like, you can, you know, what they did was like it was like a video. I think um, somebody on Marriage on Deck posted it mm. um maybe it was danielle even um but i saw it and then it was just talking about how they can they spice up their date night like the guy or the girl in the in the couple will out of the blue be like hey this is this is paul it was nice to meet you last night you know like like that's the prompt for oh. you know like the the husband will will text the 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 wife and be like hey this is paul nice to meet you last night what do you think about going out to dinner later or whatever right you know and then that's and then they like play it off that's their that's like that's how they spice up their date night and so i thought it was interesting that you would say hey let's talk about date night <laughs> when i was like looking at this thing and i was like hmm, maybe this is a good maybe facebook just knows everything you were looking at date night and then Facebook knew that we were married and then it served it up to me. The internet is a 
crazy place. Damn it, Zuckerberg. <laughs> um, but anyway, why don't we talk about the the five tips in the article? Because I think they're 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 definitely really good tips to to have. Because date night doesn't have to be like this big to do where you go out and do stuff. I mean, we have we're on a budget, so we we don't always go to date night or don't go out for food. Right. You know, but I think these five tips um, are a good one. Do you want to start on tip number one? So Ina's first tip for date nights at home is to treat dinners together as gifts, which I think we do a pretty good job of. Yeah, we always have the dinners together. Um, Like, I, I can't remember the last time we didn't have dinner together other than last night. And that was that was because I didn't feel that great, so I didn't really cook anything. And we also didn't have anything like already prepared. Yeah, we didn't have like any we normally do. Yeah, we didn't reheat. have any leftovers at all to reheat. So you made a box of shells and macaroni something. and cheese, as is my custom. Right. And then okay. later when I started feeling a little bit better, you know, I was able to, to make some ramen noodles, um, for myself for dinner. So that was that's the only time I could think of that we didn't have dinner together. Yeah, certainly in recent history. I know when we lived in Denver, occasionally we'd have. Well, know, yeah, like you would go out with some of your or girlfriends whatever, or whatever, and then I would stay home or vice versa. Yeah, I think certainly in the last like nine months or whatever, we've pretty much been together. Every day every for night. dinner. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, treating dinners. I I really enjoy having dinner with you anyway just because it's like a time for us to unwind after the day is done even if we're even we're not doing anything you know Mm -hmm. that day like if it's a weekend day or whatever and then we just i mean we're still doing stuff but it's nice to be able to not have to you know or to be able to to relax with each other right and you know just enjoy time not doing anything (laughs) i mean like dinner is really uh, a, a nice way for me to kind of wind down, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but the second thing with that, with the second tip that Ines goes into was to not go crazy on fancy food, which mm-hmm. if you've been listening to our show <laughs> for any amount of time, you know that we don't really go fancy on, on making dinner because we're very simple in terms of, you know what we like to eat. We yeah. don't have to. There, there are a lot of people that need more variety. Right. You know, um, we we're just talking to some friends that I was like, yeah, this, we we just have like a big thing of spaghetti sauce and then just eat on that for two three days. You know, for dinner every every week. And then they're like, uh, see, I can't do that. Have you ever? Yeah. Heard that before when you tell people that we just like eat one kind of thing yeah there's i mean there's definitely like there's the people that are like oh yeah i totally do that and then there's the people that are like there's no way i could do that right um and you know we happen to be people who are really like i don't need to eat a separate thing every a different thing you mean right a different thing like every night of the week right um yeah it's just not something that you know, it's is is very important to have for us. 
I mean, and I think it, I think I prefer, or it's more important to me to be able to make dinner quickly, as opposed to, you know, having the variety. Right. And and then if but if we want you know dinner made quickly, then and we could just go out to McDonald's, which is terrible. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I think the nice thing too is that you know when you make big batches of stuff, typically it's you know pretty economical to to cook in bulk, and right. you know we shop in bulk a lot at Costco, which you know we've heard people be like, how do you possibly shop in bulk at Costco when you live, and in, an live RV? in an RV? And the answer is we don't we don't buy a ton of different things. But we buy, you know, the same like four or five things that we eat over and over. Yeah. Um. So it's like a few. We don't do all staples. of our grocery yeah, shopping. Staples. At, yeah. The staples. Um. Like we don't all, shop grocery shop at Staples. That would be terrible. It would probably be pretty ineffective <laughs> too. But you know, things like almond milk, cashews, tomato sauce, meat. Yeah. Frozen meat, you know, or like a frozen frozen veggies or fruits for our smoothie. Um because that used to be that wasn't a thing that we did a lot of. Right. Not as much. I mean like we've probably tripled our smoothie making. Yeah, probably. And since ever since we got that Vitamix. New blender, yeah. I'm really just wanting to get as much <laughs> use out of it as possible yeah we bought a vitamix so now we're really trying to use it as much as we possibly can but um, we could also make you your margaritas now that's true i think i might ask you to make me some for dinner i don't know how to make a margarita i can show you how to make it it's really easy okay <laughs> anyway so we are really really basic when it comes to our food and that way you know we've talked about on the show before because we're traveling, we want to have flex room in our budget so that we can go to museums and go to, um, you know, eat a couple dinners out and experience a place. Go to coffee shops and work from coffee shops. So Or go see manatees in Florida. Exactly. Kayak with manatees. So we put the money that we could be spending on, you know, eating. F- eating out. Um, or eat just eating more fancy stuff at home right um and we put it into that category so definitely you're looking agree. at you're looking at it from a financial perspective because I'm, I'm looking at it from like a time perspective because it takes you know it takes oh, that's time true. yeah to to make new things every day you know like to prepare and to cut stuff up and then to to cook it and you know do all of the meal preparation it just takes time every day if we were to do something new every day yeah you know that's i mean i grew true. when i grew up that's what my stepdad did you know he would make something new i mean pretty much every day sometimes we'd have leftovers and stuff right but pretty much every day it would be something new for dinner and then and then we would just have leftovers for lunch right to you know because they're they're working or whatever in mm-hmm. their respective offices. But dinners usually were every 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 dinner was something new. So then Mike would make new things every 
every day. So we wouldn't eat dinner until like 7.30 or 8 o'clock because he would right. get home from work at 5 or 5.30. It would take him an hour or two to make dinner or he had to go to grocery store or whatever, you know. Yeah, but, but he loves that. I mean, he, he loves really that. likes cooking. Right. So he, um, he really enjoys cooking. Um, and and it's, it's he's got all this stuff for it, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got a big kitchen and, yeah. you know, a nice stove and all this stuff. It's probably harder, too, with more because he was cooking for four, you know, so we can we can batch cook something that serves eight, for example, and we would have four meals out of it where a family of four would only get two meals out of it. The more people you're feeding, the harder it is to do batch stuff. But anyway, you're right. From a time perspective. The less time cooking, the more time we have to just sit and enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and I'd I'd rather do that than, you know, sitting or making food. I just, I mean, I, I like making food <laughs> and I like cooking and all that. Not as much as my stepdad does, but, you know, I'd rather have more time. Right. Okay, so what's number three? Number three is to dress up your table a little bit. So what does that really mean? We have a tiny little table. We have a tiny little booth. table that is currently covered with all the things. The The constant struggle I feel like we face in the RV is that it gets really cluttered. Like yeah, anytime we take anything out, it just, we're like, ah, so much stuff. But I think that... There's something really nice about like, you know, taking our laptops off the table. And one of the things that was important for me to bring along in the RV was at least one flower vase. And so I brought along this like penguin shaped wine pitcher that we got in Argentina. Yeah. It's, it's small. Um, I think it's technically like a half liter or something like that, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, And anyway, I use that as a flower vase. And we don't get flowers every week because, you know, sometimes we're moving too much. But if we're staying in a place for, you know, a week or 10 days or two weeks, um, I really like getting flowers and putting them on the table. Um Christian knows that when I was a kid, my dad would, whenever he would go to the grocery store, he would often come home with a bouquet of flowers for the dinner table, or he would go out in our backyard sometimes and clip some flowers, cut some flowers from the backyard. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, um, there were some like rose bushes and things. My dad would sometimes, you know, cut flowers from the backyard and bring them in for dinner um to put on the table and I always I always loved that kind of simple ritual um it felt very like you know thoughtful and and romantic and so I always get really um happy when Christian comes home from the grocery store with some flowers <laughs> Which you did just last week or I guess 10 days ago or whatever. Yeah. At our last campsite. Yeah. I mean, we already threw away the flowers because they were getting a little wilty. And we also moved to to different campsite. So then the fourth thing is to share 
the workload, <laughs> which um, <laughs> I don't know if that is a thing that we actually do. That is n- <laughs> that is not. I would say that is not a thing that we do. Is it because you don't know how to cook? No, or I that think you just learn how to cook. You know, f- ten years ago. Ten, giving yourself a little too much credit there. <laughs> hey, two thousand eight was ten years ago. Okay, fine. Um. No, I mean it's it's not necessarily that I like can't cook or I don't like to cook. I mean, part of it in the RV is just that there's like with the two of us trying to do something, it really would probably feel like too many cooks in the kitchen because we don't have that much counter space. Um. But I don't know. This is something that I'd maybe like to explore because what do you mean well so when i was single and i had to cook for myself to survive (laughs) um like i kind of had a ritual around making dinner where you know i would um you know usually i would make myself a drink um probably like a tinto de verano which is a spanish like kind of table cocktail it's like the the poor man's sangria basically right you made it the other day or not the other day the other year i I make it (laughs) that was the last time i make it when i buy a bottle of wine that i'm not really like in love with and but i don't want to waste the wine (laughs) um or when you don't really want to get super buzzed on too much wine it like chills things out a little bit because you mix it with the soda. But anyway, um, you know, I'd put on a podcast. I'd make myself a, you know, pour myself a glass of wine or have a drink and like prepare my dinner. And it was kind of like this ritual. Um, and, you know, it, I I don't do that um, anymore, obviously, because usually you're the one making dinner. And usually I'm still working. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, I think it would be nice and probably good for me to have that kind of unwinding time where, you know, and maybe I'm just like romanticizing something that would be like not work for us at all. Um, like having both of us cooking something? Or just even just me being like present with you while you're cooking and like us like that being a ritual that we have, whether we like are listening to something or. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be that'd be fun to be able to listen to stuff, you know, or if you're if you're grilling, like we could sit outside and just talk while the food's cooking or whatever. Like, I think there's you know, an uh, an opportunity here for me to spend more time disconnected um, from my work or just, like, a screen of some kind um, and be more connected to you and what you're doing. Um, But I'm interested to know your thoughts on that because maybe... You don't want me in your space. Um, I don't know. Well, why don't we try? 
and see how that works because we do have limited amount of space but who knows maybe we can use the dinette booth yeah for i don't know whatever something you know to make it easier to to cook stuff or to prepare things i don't know we can try it tonight i gotta make dinner okay right after this yeah that's (laughs) true um what's the last thing the last thing is kind of related um tip number five is save your binge watching for after dinner and this is to make sure that you know you're not distracted you're having conversation with each other and we're super guilty of not following this tip this is what becca and jake do of dubsado remember they have like a tech-free dinner oh right yeah yeah um and they really protect their dinner time with their kids and right with their family um you know i almost feel like if you and i weren't together all the time because ina um in the article is saying that she you know her husband works um he actually yeah, monday through thursday works in another state right um for the work week and then comes back for the you know on for friday the weekend. night yeah um and so they don't see each other a lot and so um that even if your your spouse is not working in another state half the week like if they're not working at home with you right like we like we do then it's it's probably more important to be to be that way yeah like I we think. you know we go on walks in the afternoon sometimes or you know we have opportunities i feel like to um check in with each other and like talk about things um we we build those moments into other times of our day and so we definitely i mean we usually aren't binge watching it's usually like one One, episode of something during dinner um and so yeah this is another one that we are we're totally guilty of watching tv but i think the motivation um the conversations and you know the the communication with your partner i think yeah. is something that we do build into our life at other times yeah but maybe it doesn't count as a date night if we're if we're watching tv for watching I don't tv know. <laughs> what do you think what do you think maybe i mean i guess not we can i mean we can make our own rules that's true but i mean these are just the tips that ina had on that um on that article which we will link to in our show notes but you know we just wanted to share that with you because we thought that it would be something valuable that you could you could learn from or or you know take one or two or all of these tips and incorporate them into your life yeah and i think it was a good you know it's a good framework for us to you know kind of take inventory of where we're at and if we're spending you know we're spending a lot of time together but we want to make sure that we're spending quality time together. Right. And so it's nice to uh, to check in and remember, you know, the things that are really important. And speaking of things that are really important, what do you think about doing the sweep up? Sounds great. What made you feel loved today, babe? Uh, what made me feel loved today was 
So we're here at this campsite and we went out to lunch at the campsite because they gave us like free They have a little cafeteria. Yeah, they have a cafeteria and by us staying here, they gave us like free lunch coupons or whatever. And so we did that. And on our way out, you were like, hey, do we need these lunch coupons? And I was like, yeah, I already got a couple of them. We're here for the week. So they gave us a bunch of coupons. And I was like, yeah, I've got a couple of them. And we got all the way to the to the cafeteria, which is, I mean, it's like a five or six minute drive from here. And like, lo and behold, I don't have the tickets or coupons. <laughs> and uh, you didn't make a big deal out of it. You weren't like, you know, you weren't like, why didn't you bring them? <laughs> like I told you to, you know, you weren't like upset at me or anything. You were just, you just laughed it off and that made me feel loved that you didn't make me feel stupid for <laughs> <laughs> doing something stupid. <laughs> oh, of course not. And what made you feel loved, babe? It made me feel really loved that um, first thing this morning after um, we had breakfast, you went to go buy rubber gloves. <laughs> um, and the reason that made me period feel, for the end <laughs> the reason that made me feel loved is because we have been having some problems with our rv leaking when it rains which is driving me a bit crazy i am not a fan of mold and it's really humid and gross here I mean, probably not as bad as it is in the summer, but it's very humid. And so when the RV gets wet, it just doesn't dry. And you're very concerned about the mold. I'm very concerned about it. So anyway, um, it made me feel loved that you prioritized going to the store to get those gloves so that you could um, work on sealing the roof right um you've already like sealed some areas uh but you didn't have gloves and so it's not ideal so anyway it just made me feel really loved that it wasn't something that i had to like be like hey when are you when are you doing that when are you doing that you just knew that like it was stressing me out and so you just were like okay i'm gonna go to the store and i'm gonna get gloves so i can you know take care of the roof and uh that just made me feel really loved. You're welcome. How about you guys who are listening to the show today? What made you feel loved? Yeah, let us know in our show notes, swepttogether.com slash episode 66. Um, if you enjoyed the show, it would be awesome if you shared us with your friends and your family, your loved ones. Um, let, him, let him know about us and tell them to subscribe. Or, you know, you could subscribe too if you're not already subscribed. <laughs> Uh, you can find us all across social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Swept Together. Yeah, and, um, you know, for this week, maybe what you can do is to make one date night in and see if you can follow these tips that we'll link to in our show notes. And let us know how it goes. Yeah, we'll be doing the same yeah. tonight after, <laughs> after, we, this. after we get off the show, so stay tuned. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening um, this week and every week. We appreciate all your support, and we'll talk to you soon, next week. <laughs> <laughs>
Yay! Love, Love you guys. guys. glad we already ate before this because then i would be hungry oh it's my turn <laughs> i don't yeah i guess so i'll say it again even though bees are easy vowels to cut audio around we almost made it through the episode without cowboy eating <laughs>